Hello. 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 Hi, Omar. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Is yes. it all good? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Okay. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How's quarantine? That's good. In Sahel, so quarantine's probably good. <laughs> quarantine doesn't exist here in Sahel, apparently. Yeah, that's true. But it's empty anyway, so technically it's still quarantine. Yeah. It's not that empty as you think. Really? As you'd like it to Where be. Where are you? Yeah. I'm in the Vista right now. Oh, that's so weird. When I went to Tulip and mm -hmm. Sahel, the Tulip Hotel, it was so empty. It was literally just us. Wow. Now, for, for me, in the Vista, it's literally like everyone's here. Everyone. Okay. Maybe it's also more crowded now because I went last month. Anyway, what are we going to talk about today, Ahmad? Today, I'm going to talk about my whole university living abroad experience. Okay, wh where do you want to start? I mean, I'll just start off uh, from the beginning. All right, go ahead. I'll talk. Okay, so uh, before, uh, before I actually go to uni, I applied to uni late, so I took a gap semester. That was nice because uh, I thought I was just going to take one semester and come back in the summer. But then my dad uh, broke it down for me. He was like, uh, you're not going back in the summer. You're staying in the summer and you're going to do the fall and then the winter after that and come back. Yeah. So I'm like, so I'm going to literally away for two years and then come back. And he's like, yeah. I was like, okay. I was like, fine. You just fucked up all shit, but it's okay. Was it good. weird that all your friends are going to uni and you're just like there? <laughs> I mean, it was weird, but it was like, okay, like I didn't mind it. Okay. Like I, I was just vibing that time. Like uh, I couldn't care whether I'm going to uni early or late. Okay. Um, I was just happy that I knew I was going eventually. That's All right. Okay. That's like the main thing. Uh -huh. uh, like uh, as soon as I got over the fact that uh, I'm gonna be there for a while, I was like, I was actually really excited. Like okay. insanely excited. That's, that's good. Like um, basically uh, flying alone for like basically the second time. But like last time, I, the first time I flew alone as a child, so it didn't really count. Oh, that's so I had, like, cute. Wait, you you flew like, one or twice by yourself? That's insane. I flew, yeah. And so my dad was like, you know, it's going to be fine and stuff. My dad flies a lot, so he told me it's going to be okay. And uh, what's it called? It was kind of weird because a lot of my friends were actually going with family. Oh, okay. didn't make sense. Yeah. I was like, okay, I guess I'm going alone. And the problem is that there's no direct flight to where I go. Mm -hmm. There's... Um, it's you first go to Toronto and then you go to Newfoundland, yeah. so you have to take two flights. It was probably hella so, tiring. Uh, it was insanely tiring. Like I, I don't remember sleeping the entire flight. Yeah, actually. Um, but like as soon as I got there, I actually like uh, I couldn't think about anything else other than actually starting university. Like that was that was something that was insane for me. Like I was like I'm I'm starting university and I'll study what I like and that's it. Uh -huh. So I completely got distracted and I, I stopped smoking as soon as I got there. Like I, I didn't even realize it. I was like, you know, 
uh, after the Toastmaster ended, I was like, yo, I I was actually addicted to cigarettes before I got here. And it was so weird. It was like, you know, like you just realize something that you actually did good by yourself without even uh, knowing that you did it. Yeah. It was insane. That, that to me, honestly, was, was such like a eye-opening experience. Uh-huh. And... Yeah, but like as soon as I got to university, I uh, I didn't have a lot of friends to begin with. I had like uh, like five good friends maybe. And five like is a lot. <laughs> I mean, five people that you barely know, like like five people that you're friends, quote unquote, with you know. Uh huh. All right. So like it's like I only met these people a month ago. So how can I really know them? That's the type of. I mean, at least you have someone to talk to. I mean, yeah, but that's the thing. We're all so busy that most of the time we don't even like talk. Each other. That's okay. busy about I I couldn't even. I didn't even talk to my friends back home. Oh, okay, I get like, you. All my friends from high school and stuff. Oh yeah. It was, yeah. It was so hectic. Like uni for me was just like that. So um, obviously, like uh, I was also in a relationship before I got to university. Mm-hmm. And uh, that ended because uh, none of us like want to do long distance. Yeah. Or I thought I could, but then I, just, I I realized well like I'm going to computer science. So I'm gonna be like you know really focused on what I'm gonna be doing. I was like fuck that. So mm-hmm. that was like kind of like uh, sad, like a sad moment. And yeah, I get that. Cause that's now- how I literally started my semester. Yeah, come on, it's really hard when you're in, like, a new country all by yourself, you know, and you're trying to discover things, and I just don't yeah. think anyone can manage a relationship at that point, so don't, like, beat yourself over. Exactly. I know, I, I don't beat myself over it, but, you know, it's kind of like the right person at the wrong time type situation. I really Definitely, hate those. yeah. Because it happened, yeah, it happened to me before, and it was just ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... Yeah, and like, for example, like, it was just other things too, like I had no one to talk to, except for like those five people when they were free, which is mostly when we go eat, because mm-hmm. we all were on campus, so that was good since we, we could meet up theoretically and shit like that, and we could always meet each other at the dining hall, which was great, but in the end, I did like eventually make like lifelong friends, like. I have a friend called Kamel. This guy is like the kindest fucking soul you'll ever meet. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely ever. And uh, a couple other people, and they, they're honestly like, they're my bros now. Like, they're my homies. Like, I can't go to, throughout the day without talking to them. Oh, that's really cute. Yeah, like, these guys have been with me for like, a, like a re- through a really tough time, especially... Uh, during the summer, when it came out summertime, I already finished my first semester, I went to my second. Mm-hmm. Like the realization of that, oh shit, I'm gonna be at uni all alone. Yeah. Literally quite a teacher all alone. Like each class had like, what, five, 10 people, that was it. Like, can you imagine, like you can't even make friends at that point anymore. Yeah. So um, all, your, all your old friends literally just leave and go back home. And they go back to Egypt and they, they mm, go and out they're, like, like, they're having fun and you're just you're sitting at uni studying. Oh that sucks. So at, at at that point I was like depressed out of my mind, like completely. 
like I do nothing but wake up, play video games, eat, try to hang out, and like that's it. I no studying except for like like two months after the semester begins, and I used like I just study, eat, wake up. That's it. Like my yeah. friends at that point, I can even see them or talk to them. Like the ones that were even here, back in Canada. So it was it was fucked beyond belief. It was well, completely sure like you lost destroyed. Clutch. Like, you lost touch with a lot of friends as well, because yeah. you're busy, right? Yeah, I lost friends with all friends because mm-hmm. say I I'm like all my friends know this about me. I will literally not text someone first unless I want to ask them something. That's it. That's literally it. Yeah. Like for me, conversations don't even exist on the internet other than voice calls, or that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't do it. I don't. I don't text that much anymore and stuff like that. Yeah, but so, I feel like your friends should me, be understanding of your situation. But that's the thing. Uh, they are like that's a good thing. They are, but in the end, it's just you know when you're all out in the summer, you know you're you're being happy and stuff. Mm-hmm. You tend to lose touch of you know what you could or could not be doing. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, to me, it was just that. like. Um, like my only interactions were with, if I'm playing games online with friends, that's only it. Oh shit! Basically. That must have been depressing. And it was it was really hard. Like I, I took three courses in the summer. Yeah. And I only ended up passing one of them. Oh shit! That that was like the beginning of my downward spiral. Like I I felt like holy shit, like, I I feel like I'm, you know, you, when you feel in university is different, like, you feel like you wasted more than just time, effort, and money, you feel like you wasted your life, you know? Yeah. Uh, I talked to my dad, I was like, I'm sorry, and stuff like that, he's like, don't worry about it, just don't do it again, don't let it happen again. So, um, I'm glad you're not understanding, though. I mean, he was, but he, I know my dad. He was just like hella mad. He was so mad. He was he was insanely mad. I mean, it's it's normal, you know. Like I'm here, and when I get a bad grade, my dad's pissed. But like, you know, you're living abroad. I just don't feel like parents understand like how hard it is to adjust to begin with. They don't understand the concept of like being alone and like what. So- you're cutting, you're cutting what? You're cutting. Hello? Yeah, hello? Can you hear me? Now I can hear you. Everything you said previously, I did okay, not hear. Like, what did, what did you hear last? And literally, I just talked and then you like, <laughs> you started cracking. Oh my god, so did you hear what I said about my dad? No. Okay, well, let me pick off there. Well, um, we were saying that my dad's not like the person, my dad's always been alone, basically. Yeah. Like, always. Like, he's he's always been working abroad, like, or traveling abroad alone, like, completely, yeah. like, without anyone. Mm-hmm. So, for him, it's it's just part of his life. So, he just doesn't, like, he doesn't really understand how it's like for for someone that ha- has never been alone like that long in his life to be alone. 
That's true. Because for me, social interactions are a must. Like even with your family, friends, for me, family is really important. So me not being able to talk to my mom because I am really fucking depressed for not talking to my mom, which is like a downward spiral. Mm -hmm. Like you don't understand. Like my mom always kept talking to me. And I just didn't want to talk to her. But deep down, I want to talk to her. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Like, you have this, this like desire for interaction, but you don't actually attempt to seek uh, it out. All right. And why do you think that happens? I think that happens because you like you just. For me, it was because of like just me self-loathing, like hating myself for for not doing anything, like not not actually like getting the grades and shit like that. It was it was it was me hating myself being the way I am. Yeah. And that was, it was just a tough time for me. So, um, yeah, and like my dad, dad eventually fell into depression, right? Yeah, that, that was, that was when it was like, I really don't care about anything. I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. Just mm -hmm. literally sit in bed, not do anything at all. At all. Can you talk more about that? I mean, most days I could barely even get out of bed. Like I'd go to sleep at like, 8 p.m. and I'd wake up around like 5 p.m. next day. Okay. Literally. So it's like not having yeah. the will to do anything at all. Anything at all. I'd literally not even like, I'd, I'd be too tired, physically fatigued to actually get up and make something to eat or go get something to eat. And what do you think were the triggers? I think it was definitely like me seeing all, uh, all my friends like just go out and really make new memories without me, honestly. Because, uh, like, all my friends from high school, like, like they're, they're, like, my friends are my family, so, like, I grew up with these guys. Yeah. So me seeing, like, me miss out on a lot, just, just, like, made me feel like my dad really just, you know, didn't consider what it's like, you know. And do, do you blame your dad in any way? I, I mean, sometimes I blame my dad. For, uh, yeah, like that, that's a tough question. I feel like I don't blame my dad for a lot of things, but certain things that he does just feel like out of touch. Like you know, just he, him being just like cold-hearted, just you know, like not actually considering what you might want to do. You know. And why do you think he's he's like the way he is? I think that's because he always thinks he's right. Mm -hmm. He always, regardless of what anything tells him that he's wrong, he's, he's, he thinks he's right. I was literally studying with my dad, and he solved something completely wrong. I showed him the answer in the back of the book, and he still thought that he was right. <laughs> I'm, I, it's like not even a joke. Yeah, <laughs> He's he's a uh, I don't know he's a uh, Capricorn. Oh shit! Well, Capricorns yeah. are stubborn, so I feel you. <laughs> yeah, it's it was just too much, honestly. I feel your pain. I live with a Virgo, so <laughs> I feel you. It must yeah. have been so hard. I wish you I wish you could have like talked to me about it, but I know I know how busy you were. 
it's yeah, but like at that time, you know, you're just depressed. It's just yeah, I get it. You don't want to talk to anyone. You don't want anyone to feel bad for you at yeah. all. You just because you already feel bad for yourself. So like, it's ah uh, yeah yeah. I I get that. I get that point. I'm just yeah, I'm, I'm, it's so like I don't know. Like it's it's crazy that I'm knowing all this now. Like I didn't know you were going through all that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's the thing. Like. No one actually like knew that all this was happening like inside my head. That's it. like you never know. You, you actually never know when someone might actually be depressed. Yeah. Like it's been like such a it's been a topic of like jokes. It's been just a joke that's just running between us. Like yeah, you know, I'm depressed. So yeah. we're just desensitized by someone actually saying I'm depressed and then not taking it seriously. How did you like, like, did you sit down with yourself and you're like, like, I think I'm the, like, how did you figure out you were the way you I, were? I literally lost the will to do everything. Uh-huh. Everything. Did you feel like I, yourself or did you feel like, no. like explain, explain more to me? I, I literally felt like I was just, I used this piece of this matter. Like I'm literally just useless. I, 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 I do not do anything productive. Mm-hmm. I don't social. I don't. I don't do anything at all other than sleep and eat. Yeah. How did I, you? How I, did you get over it? Like, how did you conquer your depression? I think. Uh, I think uh, once uh, I truly felt like different when I actually came back home. Mm-hmm. Like I actually came back home and I saw my mom and. Uh, my my brother, my sister, like mm-hmm. my sister, my other sister came to me in uni, but it's just like you know that feeling of actually like knowing that you're you're going back to a loving family. That's yeah. to me. I, when I literally got back, I was so happy. I was so incredibly happy. It was insane. What did you do the first day when you were back? I sat with my mom mm-hmm. and. Did she cry? That's it. <laughs> yeah, my mom's like the most dramatic person ever. She literally screamed at oh, the airport. So cute. She probably missed you so much. She did. She she definitely did. Like my mom on the way, like when we were leaving, when I was leaving to go to uni, mm-hmm. like she was literally like I, my my bags are packed and they're in my room. And we're all sitting in my room. She literally goes, touches the pillow of my bed, goes like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> she this, is, this is so funny. She literally goes like, oh, my God, he used to sleep with two pillows because his back hurts. So she just starts fucking crying all over the pillows of the bed. Oh, my God. sitting there laughing, laughing as hard as I can. Oh my god, that's so cute. <laughs> that's some shit I would do. <laughs> yeah. I get yeah. so emotional with this shit because I'm like I'm the type of person who like gets attached. Like even yeah. when you guys left, like you finished your senior year and you left, yeah. I literally like I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> I was so attached to you guys and I, I loved you guys so much. Like it was so hard for me to watch you all like yeah. You know, go your own way. Grow up and just like... I feel yeah. her. Like, although y'all yeah. not my kids, but like, I feel her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like she literally just kept crying for the next two days after that. Oh. 
<laughs> so sad. She packed me. She literally unpacked my bags and just started trying to stuff them with food. <laughs> as many food as as many as much food as she can. Because I I don't think like I don't know, but like as soon as like you're abroad, it's like they just feel like you don't eat. So like they want to yeah. feed you, you know. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, when I came back, oh my god, my mom <laughs> literally made a feast. Literally made a feast. It was it was crazy. She she like I my mom was not the type of person to actually sit down and make a shit ton of food. Uh-huh. Like I've never seen her make a feast by herself. Like she always has my she always has my grandmother or my aunt help her. Well, yeah. I help her. But like I, me knowing that my mom actually sat, sat down and made, you know, bechamel, smeared potatoes, hamam, we mashi in the same like day. I was like, yo, what's going on? <laughs> Everything I, I you like, missed during uni, all the good food is like yeah here. <laughs> Yeah, it literally was. Oh, she's so cute. Do you have uh, any yeah. like interesting stories? You said you had a story about your roommate. Tell me about that. Yeah, good thing you asked. I was just gonna segue into that. Ten minutes left, so. <laughs> I mean, that's more than enough. Okay. <laughs> What's it called? Um, so uh, my first roommate was Ogogo. Like. Honestly, that guy is one of the most well-raised people I've ever seen in my life. Uh-huh. That's really good. Well-raised, you know, like really respectful. Really, really respectful That's to everyone good. and That's anyone. exactly what you want in a roommate. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And he's so, like, nice and well, he could be naive as well sometimes. Uh-huh. So he was from Nigeria and we honestly just vibed. We vibed really hard, like... Multiple times, we just sit in my room and we just play J. Cole because me and him were really big J. Cole fans uh-huh. and just like rap in general. So we just sit down, listen to him, J. Cole, some Frank Ocean. We'd literally just like talk about anything. He was like literally the nicest guy ever. That's true. That sounds amazing. Okay. And he's like one of the first people I actually made friends with at uni. So uh-huh. it was insane. And um, then in the summer, I actually had to move out of my current accommodations and oh, move shit. into. Uh, okay. Yeah, I had to, I had to move into uh, uh, an apartment on campus. So we were four in a room. It was me and it was a kid called Jonathan, and some other Iraqi guy, and another kid that like I really didn't even see at all. So the funny part is that uh, the Iraqi guy literally had, like, he was dating at the time. He was dating a Canadian girl uh-huh. and uh, with us in university. And um, I don't know if you know this, but, like, Canadian females, they, I don't want to say they have no self-respect. I'm just saying that they're not shy. <laughs> Okay, I get you. <laughs> so uh, one night, I remember this. I was trying to get some sleep, and I hear his oh God, come Jesus! To the house. I think I know where this is going. And my bed is next to, is next to the wall. Oh, Jesus! We share the same wall, oh, and God. his bed's next to the wall as well. So uh, I'm just sitting down, and I just you know start hearing the classic uh, bed hitting the wall. 
Oh God, ew. Yeah, then the noises come in and then I literally pack my bags, get up and go over to Kamal's house. You literally packed your bags? I literally packed my bags. I have a head out. I was like, yeah, peace. Like, honestly. You really like, said I, I am a head out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm gone. I'm sorry. Deuces. I just stayed with Kamal for like a week. Literally every single day. I'd either just go back home to get like, you know, a couple of stuff, a couple of changes of clothes and come back. Because Kamal was also really close to me. Uh-huh. Really, like his house just was really close to mine. So I'd go and I'd sit with him for like, I sat with him for like, a good month basically doing that until his girlfriend actually uh, actually ended up moving in into his room no quite way. she got all her shit from her apartment and put it into the room his room and then our living room and our kitchen was full of her shit What's and the hell? bathroom and she took over the entire place so loud when i came back i literally did not leave my room unless it was nighttime and they were about to go at it I was like, I'm, at that point, I'm like, right, I'm headed out, I'm gone. <laughs> I go out for like two hours, come back, everything's fine. Oh, honey, you must have been traumatized. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, my man has no shame. What can I say? Oh, God. Somebody yeah. went other... a lot, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you, that not, that's nothing, basically... Compared to what happened with my other roommates, which I'm going to get into right now. Oh, God, like, there's more. <laughs> if you thought that was a lot, get ready. Literally get ready. Like, hold your horses. Like, you don't know what's about to make. You will not process what I'm about to tell you. All right, we have five minutes. Go at it. Okay. In, um, in my fall semester, my um, I had to switch my apartment into a gender-neutral apartment. Okay. <laughs> so that's basically co-ed, but open to all like genders, basically. Okay. So um, I'm like, okay, I I cannot go in there blind. I need someone with me. I called up a Google. Like, yo, move into my place. Uh, we'll be chilling. We'll have only other two strangers, and we'll just ignore them and vibe. I'm like, okay. Okay. He was like, okay. And we ended up being roommates, and then the other two. I shit you not, like, I I got up one day, and uh, I was going to the bathroom, and I see, like, I see someone standing behind me, and I'm like, yo, what is this? And I turn around, and it's this girl called Manny. Mm-hmm. Okay, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. And, and uh, Manu, uh, she... Like, I don't want to be a judge. I don't want to judge her or anything. Like, she didn't look bad. She didn't look good. She was, you know, just normal she person. She was average. And she was, she was from France. Okay. And I don't even know if I should call her she, but okay. You'll, you'll, you'll get to know why. I'm confused. She was a literal massive cunt. Like, she was such a bitch. Okay. <laughs> this girl used to always complain about my noise. My noise, my voice. If I'm talking, I can't. She literally forbade me from talking in my room. <laughs> talking, like I'm just, I can't talk in my room. Like basically, okay. she reported me to an RA for being too loud because I was talking in my room to my friends. You're just talking. Yeah. 
other than that, I literally, like, we always have a uh, cleaning schedule for the bathrooms and the, for the bathroom in the apartment, okay? Yeah. Because we're all sharing the same bathroom. So I was literally there first. I was, I was at the apartment first, like, for an entire two weeks. I shit you not, the bathroom had, like, nothing, the bathroom wasn't dirty at all. Okay. And she comes in. Her and uh, another person called Griffin. I'll tell you about her after her. And um, she decides that I'm gonna be first on the schedule. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll let it go. I just met you two days ago. I'll let it go. Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'll be first, even though the bathroom was always clean when I had it. And then um, I started realizing that uh, as soon as she she moved in after me, as soon as she moved in. The bathroom was just fucked. Okay. When I say the bathroom was dirty, the bathroom was dirty. Ew. It was hair everywhere. Hair? Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Okay. This girl used to wake up in the morning, every single morning, to take a bath. Uh-huh. Bath? A bath. Oh, she had time. <laughs> she had time? I literally, once I had to pee, and I literally had to run downstairs, mm. run to Kamala's house to take a, to pee. Oh before my I can, God. Like, go to class. I couldn't. Because <laughs> she likes to spend her two-hour bath in the morning every day. Oh, God. That's not even the first issue. Like, I, the reason I, I, Griffin, my other roommate, Griffin, she was fine because she wasn't rude. She wasn't anything. Like, I, they weren't anything because her personal pronoun is they. Okay. She was perfectly normal. She was a normal person. Uh -huh. Manu, on the other hand, is the most... Holy, oh, my God. She she never cleaned after herself. Was always condescending and uh, very, uh, very uh, commanding. Uh-huh. Even though she like she used to tell me to be quiet, she'd literally be singing in her room like at six in the morning. <laughs> okay. And I'm like fine. She literally be she she literally always like tell me clean after herself in the bathroom. She's a when Karen. I swear to you, I swear to you, I swear to you. Like I don't know how to say this. Like you know, you know me. I've I I live like my family is like sixty seventy percent girls. I live with two girls and my mother. Yeah. My two sisters and my mother. I have never been into their bathroom and was like, what the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> I don't know what if I can say this. Like, I'm, I'm generally serious, Hala. Like, like, prepare to gag. I walked into the bathroom wait, one day. Wait. I walked into the bathroom one day and there was literal menstrual blood all over the toilet seat. Oh, my God. And this happened twice. I'm like shook right now. This happened twice. The first time I was like, okay, I'll let it go. I'll, I went to the bathroom and I was like, okay, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let her realize that there's blood on the toilet seat and I'm going to oh let God. her clean it. Oh, God. Second time it happened like a month later and my sister and my mom got so triggered. My sister actually went and told the RA about her. 
and I just I could I could like how do you go talk to a girl that you live with that you go like oh I'm sorry but can you please clean your menstrual blood off the toilet <laughs> like is 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 that even a normal topic like do people no, actually have these no. conversations you shouldn't okay, even so, have that conversation to begin exactly. with like, <laughs> exactly I was like why am I like special one that I have to be experiencing this I was like why no nobody nobody teaches us that like we're already supposed <laughs> to know that like you know I was like I, I was embarrassed for her and I was disgusted was she embarrassed that that's the thing no 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 wow. I swear to God I swear to you different then She's French. Oh, okay. Then European girls must hit different. Then. Hala, you look, Hala. You know, you know. Hello. Yeah, yeah. I can hear you. You know, I'm not judgmental of anyone. Yeah, yeah. I know. But yeah. I'm sorry, but she was the most. She, she's the dirtiest person I've <laughs> oh, ever but seen. But I feel you. You don't need to explain yourself. I, no. I get it. <laughs> Mented that idea to my head. I was at the dining hall with my sister. And she walks in wearing Birkenstocks with really short, like, ankle pants. I was talking on the phone with my mom, and I look at her, and I start looking at her Birkenstocks, and I look up. I'm like, is that is she wearing two different types of pants under each other? And then I realize that's those that that extra gray or black area is not pants. That's her leg hair. Oh God. I gagged on the phone with my mom. I was I was gone. I was about to puke. I can. I asked my I sister. Mean, like, I was a like, personal choice whether a girl wants to shave I mean, or not. Obviously, like, obviously, obviously. Yeah. But I mean, don't be walking around like that and then tell me I left here in the bathroom. <laughs> she's like, she's a bit I'm of a hypocrite. Sure. I, I get it. <laughs> like, I I I I mean. We're, we're all born hairy, but I mean, it's a choice. No, no I feel you. Just, I, feel, I think she's too comfortable. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was just the I worst experience ever. It was the worst. Like, the same. The problem is, Google, Google was going through the same thing with me because I, I've seen the blood twice. Google oh, has God. seen it twice as oh, well. And Google literally, when I told him about it. Google literally freaked out. He was like, he freaked out, but he told me, "I'm not." He's like, "I'm not gonna go talk to her about it." Yeah, obviously. Like, who wants to talk to a person about like leaving their blood on the? Uh, I don't even want to like. I don't even want to have this convo right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm mean, You've been through a lot, honestly. Like, yeah. I feel. I want to give you a hug right now. <laughs> Virtual hug till I see. You. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, like, no, no, no. Props to you for surviving that. That must have been hard. <laughs> I, it was the worst, worst experience. Like, those two years of my life I had really shitty moments, but really good ones. That's really good. You know, you're, you're still going to make memories in the future and you're going to yeah, look back and right. laugh at it. Not the blood part, but like everything else. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, I look back, I laugh, and I'm disgusted at the same time. But I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. I had to, I, I had to go through that sometime, I guess. 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> now your wife won't be as hard. I mean, if if it's my wife, it's a different story because like I actually know the person is semi clean. Yeah, I feel you. It's cool. Okay. I really enjoyed this convo. I'm so sorry that you've been through so much trauma. Here's a virtual hug. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I love you and I miss you and I hope to see you soon. And thank you for being on my podcast. Thank you for having me. Honestly, I really miss you as well. And I really want to see you soon. When you come back from Sahel, let me know. All right. I'll let you know. All right. Cool. Bye, Omar. Take care. Bye, Hannah. You too. Thank you. Thank you.